today, Missouri, Duke, Nevada, Las Vegas, LSU, LaSalle, and Oregon State. Meanwhile, officials say the impasse that has shut down 26 spring training camps will disrupt the April 2nd start of the regular season. There are two meetings scheduled for today. Dan Forsman, Jan Crafter, Lee Trevino were all golf winners. Meanwhile, the NBA office is going to be busy considering fines as a result of some weekend's fisticuffs on the court. Washington's Bernard King and Indiana's Chuck Person were thrown out of last night's game after a third-quarter fight. Then head coaches Wes Unsell and Dick Versace had to be restrained. They had words after the game. On Saturday, Sacramento's Danny Ainge and Utah's Delaney Rudd were tossed from that game, which saw officials call a total of ten technical fouls. Martina Navratilova, Yvonne Lindell, and Boris Becker were all tennis winners. Looks like this coming summer or fall, it'll be Buster Douglas against Evander Holyfield. Hurricanes finish up their sweep of the Texas Longhorns yesterday, 7-6 to six, at Mark Light Stadium. Sports Talk 610 comes your way tonight at 6.05. The Bill Foster Show at 7.20. And the Hurricanes and Florida Gators on the basketball court of the arena at 7.30. Uh, on 6.10 WIOD. That'd be right. That'd be right. Yes. Okay, it's six minutes until 10 o'clock in the morning. That's Is it time, time already? It's uh, six minutes until 10 o'clock. Whoa. Oh, boy. As we wrap up the third day of a three-day weekend... For some people. For some people, that's right. For others of us, it's business as usual. Start of a five-day week. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm going to Providence tomorrow. What time oh. are you going to Providence? In the afternoon. In the afternoon? Yes, I will be here in the morning. Providence, Rhode Island? Rhode Island. Yeah. Where the temperature yesterday, this morning, was 27 degrees. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll be nice and cool out there. Yes. Nice and cool. Okay, it's five minutes until 10 o'clock. We've killed all Kill the time. that time. Can. Yeah, it's, and now, without further ado... Yes. It's time for uh-huh. Rogers Yo, Entertainment Report. Oh, well, Michael. Well, well Michael, Michael. It's week number two in the Havana and Donald Trump saga, and there's not a lot new to report, except that they were both in Palm Beach yesterday. But don't forget the tabloids come out today, and it should be a record-selling week at the supermarket checkout stands. Yay. Stay tuned. Okay. And Hank Goldberg has regained the number one slot in the name-dropping competition at WIOD. He uh-huh. just barely edged out Alex Bennett, who said he was more concerned with getting a date. And one of <laughs> and one of Sonny Hirsch's favorite TV shows, Alf, moves to Saturday night. That starts in March. And pineapple poster boy Manuel Noriega has been busy lately. He's coming out with a new combination record and photo album. It goes on sale tomorrow in Panama, and it'll be called Manny's Greatest Hits and Zits. And from the be- <laughs> from the believe it or not file comes word. Presidential trainee Dan Quayle is considering a guest appearance on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Wednesday night is Grammy night. It'll be hosted by Gary Shandling. And one of my favorites in the little-known polka category is Gordon Hartman, who's nominated for his album, Polkaholic. I'd just like to wish him good luck. Good luck to Gordon Bobsa. And the March issue of Life magazine goes on sale today. The feature article will focus on Roseanne Barr's wedding, and how they plan to have kids. Oversized Woo. issue. Right. And Prince Charles, who played polo in a polo match in Vero Beach yesterday, will be in oh. Titusville today visiting NASA headquarters. He then leaves for Washington, D.C., where he's expected to announce <laughs> after, <laughs> after his death he'll donate his ears to medical science. <laughs> And finally, Michael. Well, Sonny like this. <laughs> Go get him, Dumbo. 
<laughs> As you know, former President Ronald Reagan was ordered to testify via videotape of the John Poindexter trial. About midway through his testimony, one of the prosecuting attorneys was angered by a response of Mr. Reagan's. He got so upset he told former President Reagan to stick it in his bazoo. Immediately, Mr. Reagan said he had his bazoo removed in 1987. For the oh, micronary 9 to 10 hour, uh, I guess you had to been there. Okay, it's 9.57 in the morning, three, yes. mi three minutes until 10. Neil at 10. Birthday list for tomorrow? See. Alexei Kosygin? Russian. Right. John Daly? John Who's... Charles Daly. Okay. Uh, Sidney Portier? Actor. Actor. Gloria Vanderbilt? Rich lady. Right. Robert Altman? Director. That's right. Bob Richards? Track. Oh, I love it when you guys yeah. do it in the stereo. <laughs> uh, Elroy Face? Pitcher. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Amanda Blake? Actress. Miss Kitty. Mm -hmm. uh, Patricia Smith? Actress. Bobby Unzer? Race cars. Roger Penske? Race Same cars. Thing. Nancy Wilson? Sang. Uh, she was in town just a couple really? of weeks ago. Yeah. Boy, she can sing. She sure can. Buffy St. Marie. She can't sing. Okay. She Phil, tries. Phil Esposito. Hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clyde Wright. Baseball. That is correct, Amando. Uh, Jennifer O'Neill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter Beautiful. Strauss. Actor. Actor. Okay. Eddie Albert. Actor. Actor. This is Edward Albert, the young one. Yeah. Son. Oh. Son. Okay. Patty Hearst's birthday. Oh. And Ivana Trump's birthday is tomorrow. Really? really? Yeah. What are you going to get her? Uh, no, we got her uh, some Hershey Kisses. <laughs> it is, uh, it's time for the going home music, I hope. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, Mikey, I won't be with you tomorrow morning, so you know it'll be a rainy day. See ya. Oh. Oh. Mikey, keep your fingers crossed. Maybe we'll have to bring our raincoats in with us tomorrow. Hope knock, so. Knock on wood. Gee, it won't be here tomorrow. Who's going to bring the bagels? See ya. I don't know. I'll be here tomorrow, Michael, and probably bringing the bagels will be Linda Ellerby. Keep it up, Willard. <laughs> Bonk, that's going to do it. Have a good day. Stand by for Neil, and until we meet again, y'all hold what y'all got till y'all get what y'all want. WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Neil Rogers is next after another news update on 610 WIOD. Depend on it. Next news update at 11 o'clock, bulletins at once. I'm Henry Barrow, News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents Neil Rogers. To get in touch and talk, call 751 WIOD in Dade, 524 WIOD in Broward, or 655 and 278 WIOD in the Palm Beaches. Other areas may call collect. The opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD.
United States and Newfoundland, and an extra big hello to Canadian servicemen overseas. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Okay, that should get all the Canadians in the uh, patriotic spirit that it takes to get them on the bus and go back. Do you notice that they never rent any cars? They're too cheap to rent a car. They drive all the way down here from Quebec, which is a long schlep. And, you know, you see all these other rented cars from Alamo and this one and uh, Moishi Schlepper Rented Car Company. But not the French Canadians, man. All these Quebec plates. And, boy, are they doing it. Hope you had a good weekend, especially on I-95. It was sensational. And we had the art festival and the art show and the boat show and the everything all in one weekend. It's like the big two, three weeks out of the year. We're really doing it. And that's it. And isn't it great? We got Good Morning America from ABC here, painting a blue sky. I wonder if they're going to have Bruce Singer on over there to do blue skies for America, tell them how wonderful everything is here. And the occupancy rate in the hotels is tremendous. I'm reading in the Sun Sentinel this morning. They chased all the kids away, and they've got all these Europeans there. Of course, if the European uh, currency starts devaluing, we're going to be in big trouble. But it's good. Blue sky. Everything is fabulous. We take two, three weeks. Oh, Wayne's on the line. We want so much food so soon. Tell them, tell them don't worry about the, the trimmings and about a lot of falderol and just a whole bunch, like, immediately. We don't want to be pushy. But, boy, am I ready, because I know it's going to be a grim day. It's a holiday. It's President's Day. We're honoring two of America's great presidents today, Ulysses S. Grant and Warren Harding. And uh, this is the big day. It used to be a Lincoln's birthday, Washington's birthday, but now everything has to be simplified, okay? We don't want to get too complicated because most Americans don't even know who the hell that is. Anyway, what am I doing? A nightclub routine this morning? Boy, I feel uh, full of energy here. I may break out into song any second here. <laughs> I feel a song coming on. Anyway, it's uh, 10.09. I don't have a sheet. Is there anybody working today? Or is this... Seven, I think. Channel Seven must be uh, celebrating the holiday today because the parking lot looked pretty empty. Pretty empty. We do have a sheet in there. Okay, let's see which amateur comedians are coming on at two o'clock today. Let's take a look and see the names. The Johnny Walker National Comedy Search with Bud Friedman comes to the Alec- Alex Bennett show. Also, comedian Anna Collins, whose brother Tom will be in the studio audience supplying the applause. Coming this week, Stripper Week, the insightful look into the attack on our local nudie bars, and some very well-endowed ladies will be in the building to try to entice some of the horniest guys in the world. I notice it's basically the same schleppers keep coming in to suck up the free food. You notice that one old short guy that keeps coming in here for the food? Don't you people have any shame at all? My God, it's embarrassing. Also, it was a great weekend. Uh, Bill and I had a tremendous day out at Gulfstream on Saturday. Lost our brains. I had a plunge like you wouldn't believe. I could have gone to the roof and jumped. All that, just drowning in a sea of chalk at Gulfstream. All these three to five shots. Every race was another three to five, one to two, and they all won like champions. I, when we have a day like that, it's bad news. And you'll never guess who showed up at Gulfstream and plopped himself down right by. I thought he was just going to come by to say hi, but uh, no such luck. Fat Rich showed up. I'm going to tell you something. He's a nice guy and all of that, but one day I'm going to be in my house and I'm going to go get up, go into the bathroom and open the door, and he's going to be in there. I'm telling you, I just know it's a matter of time. It's like the shadow. He's like Lamont Cranston. He's everywhere. Rich, you're a wonderful guy, but go find a life. Go find some new toys to play with and leave me alone, okay, will you? And he, he also never cashed a ticket, which made me very happy. It did. made me real happy because misery loves company. 
And we got some calls there on the board early, which is a great sign. And we'll get to them when we're good and ready. In the meantime, we're going to do a little spot here. 751-WYOD in Dade, 524-WYOD in Broward, 278-9463 in Boca and Del Rey, and 655-WYOD. Those are the numbers. We got Hurricanes, by the way. Congratulations to Ron Fraser and the Hurricane baseball team sweeping Texas, who supposedly were the number one team in the country. But uh, I saw some of that game yesterday on uh, ES no on Sports Channel. Oh, boy, I almost made a bad mistake. On Sports Channel, and I will not say anything because Sports Channel, we love them, and they're a wonderful sponsor. I won't say anything about Frank Messer because that would be wrong. Anyway, we want to tell you about uh, the incredible $89 special at Nutrisystem. It continues this week. Wayne Arnold, who will be here any minute now, any second, with loads of great food from Arnold's Royal Castle with Neely Burgers and all kinds of chazarai. Wayne has lost 99 pounds on Nutrisystem. In fact, as we speak right now, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just uh, edged over the 100 mark and 17 inches off that formerly grotesque, enormous waist. I mean, he really looks like a different person, and you can do it too. Lose all the weight you can for just $89, whether it's 25 50 75 all you can for just 89 bucks. And there are Nutrisystem locations all over Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. If you'd like to locate the one closest, most convenient to you, call 1-800-344-THIN. 1-800-344-THIN, and there's some more good news. A brand-new Nutrisystem Weight Loss Center opening this week at 565 West 49th Street in prestigious Hialeah. 1-800-344-THIN. You call them right now and tell them that Neil Rogers from WYOD told you to call Nutrisystem. Okay, I got a real good idea for the people down in traffic. Uh, when you're logging spots, it's always a good idea, like if you got about four or five car dealers in the same hour, log them all together, you know, like back-to-back. Because people, once you do the first one, people are, like, thinking about, hey, I'm going to go out and buy a new car. What the hell are they doing downstairs anyway? Are they nuts? We got some special food. We're going to doctor. Wayne, when you come in, doctor some of that food for the people in traffic today. They are nuts downstairs. 10.15 at WYOD. Let's take our first call of the morning. It ought to be a really tremendous call. By the way, it's uh, kids are all out of school today, right? And some people, I don't, there can't be too many people not working. There was a pretty good amount of traffic today. Not heavy duty, but uh, not too bad. Davey. Morning, Neil. Yeah. Yeah, um, did the Chief skate by his own program this time? Uh, he did not have a racing form. Is that right? And I'm trying to think. I don't, um, I don't even know if he had a program. I'm trying to think. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't think so, because when he came rushing in about the fourth or fifth race, and he looked at the board, and he he boxed the three favorites in the uh, perfecta and lost, of course. Yeah. But uh, no, he I know he didn't buy a form. That's for sure. My God. Isn't that incredible? I got to call the spy report. You're probably going to get a couple calls on this. Uh, yes. Bill had a told most of his callers to call you and ask you about Japar in the last race. I think that's the name of the horse. What about it? I don't know. He just said. I don't know. You must have lost on her or something. Still coming in. It's still running right now. Boy, they bet that horse down like he was a champion. And uh, I had one chance to, to get even for the day. I, I really blew it. It was in a 10th race. Mike Gonzalez in the feature had um, Princess Mora and with 111 pounds was in with a feather and paid $17. And I almost bet it. And then I wound up betting that damn three horse with uh, Richard Migliori, who I see had like two or three winners yesterday. But up until yesterday, he's been riding like a beginner. He's a really good jockey from New York, and he's been down here doing nothing. And he rode that uh, three horse in the feature like a like a amateur on Saturday. It was embarrassing. Got trapped on a rail behind a dead horse. But uh, that's that's the way it goes. That's Bill, the horse race. Bill said he had Gonzalez, but he didn't have the second horse. No, well, the tw- that 12 horse in the last race was 25 to 1. Nobody had it, you know. Yeah. Hey, Neil, I got a friend at work, right? 
His name is Mike. Mm-hmm. We used to call him Big Mike, and he was on Nutrisystem. He's lost over 80 pounds. Great. I can't well, he's it. not Big Mike anymore, huh? No, I call him Beanpole. There you go. And he's looking real good. Just keep it up, Mike. I know he's listening. Keep it up, Mike, so Thank to you. speak. Okay, Neil. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Okay. Boy, Calder's really rubbing it in, huh? I didn't see you cashing any tickets on Saturday, Bill. Didn't see you cash a ticket. I had the first half of the double, and that was it. Did not cash the double. Did not ca- I didn't cash all day. Nothing. I just kept chasing and chasing. It was one of those awful days, you know. But I don't want to dwell on it, okay? And that counterfeit six horse in the last race with Gonzalez. Mike, you're a wonderful guy. I'm glad you weren't hurt the other day. It's wonderful to see you winning. But that horse, man, what a piece of garbage. Anyway, we have an opening in uh, Boca and Delray. Well, listen, we got six calls on there. What the hell am I giving numbers out, right? Oh, here's somebody who went to the track. Yeah, hi, Neil. It was a beautiful day out there. Saturday, it was it? just like heaven until uh, they started running, yeah. Yeah, we got there early and we had uh, sat there on the rooftop uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I got, we got killed. Oh, sea of killed. chalk, all that heavy-duty chalk, all those, you know. And then I got sucked into that four-horse in a second race with Jerry Bailey. He had a horse a week or two ago. That was also a real expensive uh, Mr. Prospector, first-time starter, and won like a champion. Yep, and so I got sucked get. in on that four-horse in the second race, and he got left in the gate. See, when you got those first-time starters, boy, it's tough. You know, like Castillo won the first race with a first-timer on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll tell you, more, more often than not, forget those horses. You know, they bet them down, and they get left in the gate. They're green. They're inexperienced. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, that's exactly what we were thinking, because those first few races there, it just, you know, here they were first-time starters. But I tell you, the green sheet had them almost every one in those first few races. Yeah, well, that's because all that chalk came in. But right. the green sheet does it, they really do. They do a good job. But we got killed in the fifth on that no programma, taking Bill's big advice, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he finished second. It was pretty close. Yeah, but we... That three-horse with Macaulay that won that race, you couldn't bet that horse with Chinese money. Right, I know. And, and you know, I think I cashed one time all day. Well, that's one more than we did combined, so that's not too bad. Well, listen, it's not important that you cash, but that you have a good time and you make a nice contribution and you plunge your brains out. We had third. We had Foxy Reality. Oh, did you? Well, that's good for about, what, five sixty? Five twenty. We only lost $12 on (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like that horse at all. But I don't want to go through this because nobody cares about it. They're not into this. But you know the one thing. I'd rather talk about the art festival in the Grove. I went to Hialeah, you know, when you tried to save Hialeah. And Hialeah really has a lot of aesthetic beauty, but, but boy, it was just gorgeous out there Saturday. Yeah. I had people in from Idaho. And well, I would say Gulfstream's a close second. It's uh, it's a beautiful place. It was really nice. Have you eaten in that restaurant downstairs? It's right below the, the rooftop. Sure. Mm-hmm. Is that pretty good, too? Yeah. But is that at, like, at gourmet room prices? I don't know, because we never pay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not we don't. I haven't been there in a long time. And so we don't go there to freeload, okay? In fact, if it weren't for Fred the Usher, we'd have nowhere to sit. But the restaurant's pretty good down there too, right? Yeah. Because we were, like I said, we were on the rooftop, and it was and it was real nice. But the uh, but I saw it downstairs. I, I went in the cafeteria before I got there real early because Bill had that remote, so he didn't get there till about a quarter to one. So I went there uh, first. And I went in the cafeteria. I had some of that chowder and a cheeseburger, and a piece of key lime pie, and that set me up for I was great, in good shape for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, nice loss. Hank Goldberg's spy report. You know, he's really not your friend. He had a, he, he had a good shot where he could have stroked you the other day, and he didn't. On the hockey deal, he was bragging about how some guy in Miami there talked about hockey and got a whole four-hour show about it. Never mentioned your name, never mentioned the station. But where was this? This was when he was doing one of his, uh, one of his big, at, his, at the Super Bowl, when he was, you know, talking to all the big wigs. At the Super Bowl? Not the Super Bowl, the 
What was it? The uh, Super Bowl. Toilet Bowl. That was it. it was I don't one, know what you're talking about. It was one. Of, he was talking with a bunch of the the press people, and they were talking about sports in Miami, and how that hockey would come down here. And then he had mentioned that that about how that some guy on the radio didn't mention your but name. But what was it on though? Where where was it? It was on his show, Sports Talk. Oh well, who cares? But he had some big wig from one of the uh, from one of the. Big don't worry about it. Don't lose any sleep over it. Yeah, okay. He could have given you a nice. Drink. But what what difference would it make? What what would it change? Would yeah. it change anything? Well, he, he, he was so proud that someone was talking hockey and how big hockey was, but he didn't mention your Well, name. listen, Hank's okay. He never stole a freight train, okay? Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll see you on there Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Good luck to you. You'll need it. 21 past 10 at WIOD. What was that all about? I haven't got any idea. Did anybody see Ann Bishop this morning on Good Morning America? I did not see it, of course, but I heard through the, through the uh, rapevine that Ann was on there. I guess they're trying to uh, butch up the image of South Florida a little bit. I heard that they're going to uh, have a new name for the late edition of the news on Channel 10 when Ann is on. It's the Bulldog edition of the Channel 10 news. That would be disgusting, wouldn't it? But very accurate. Anyway, uh, that guy is still doing the news on 4. I can't believe how bad they've gotten. They are so they're embarrassing. They're just a disgrace on Channel 4. They are floundering, floundering. Dick Lobo, are you listening to me? You're floundering. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. Maybe they'll uh, really do the smart thing and pick up that guy who does the sports from 6, Dan Ford. He's my favorite. Uh, 751-WYOD and Dade, we have an opening there. And Palm Beach is wide open. You could drive a fleet of Mack trucks right through the middle of it at 655-NERD. 655-WYOD, and we'll come right back. Hi, this is Stan Major. Join me tonight after Hurricane Basketball at about 9.30 or so, up until 11 o'clock for the Major Edition on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. 610 WIOD. No, 24 past 10 at WIOD. Big thing on Rick Sutcliffe here on ESPN. We got it on in here now to warm it up for the uh, exercise shows a little later. And there's a big thing on Rick Sutcliffe on here now. And evidently he's into quarter horses and he got his daughter on there. And it's about as exciting as death. Anyway, it's uh, 1025. What was that other thing I was going to... Um, oh, I wanted to correct myself. I said Dan Ford. Who the hell is Dan Ford besides a baseball player? Dan Coglin, as in Father Coglin. Speaking of Father Coglin, did anybody watch the uh, Kennedy thing last night on ABC, the miniseries? I don't know. It was, um, I guess it was fairly interesting, but boy, they sure made him out to be a wonderful guy in the beginning, wasn't he? How did he suddenly change so dramatically? I don't buy that. Oh, he was just Mr. Wonderful and his great father. Boy, those Catholics can sure pump out the babies, can't they? Man, they knock him out like, I think about every three months, don't they? About three times as fast as everybody else. They just knock him out like crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, he was just a wonderful, loving father and a great husband. Then all of a sudden, man, he met Gloria Swanson or something happened. I don't know what it was. And he turned out to be the ruthless, crooked son of a uh, anti-Semite, whatever he was. He really was. He was a bad dude, Joe Kennedy. He was a bad, bad dude, okay? Just, just, when is the rest of that on? Does anybody know? Is that on tonight? Probably on tomorrow night. That's the way they generally do it. A snooze spy report from Kendall. Absolutely. Good morning, Neil. Absolutely. From hot from the Alice Rantel show this morning. Yes. One of the <laughs> one of the first big changes you were talking about last week. The, by the way, I want you to know, sir, these changes are absolutely final. <laughs> okay. Never to change again. That's what John Harper is going to say. These changes are final. You were speaking of dead horses earlier, so I thought I'd come in with this W Snooze spy report. Sports Talk Junior Junior is starting over there. 
this I forget whether it's this week or next week. At six thirty. At six thirty. Well, didn't it wasn't I the first one to have that on the air, sir? Oh, I must have missed. Oh that. yes, on Friday with Al Lombardo, six thirty to eight. Well, I thought it was Guy. No, he's on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. That's just what we need was another sports talk show, right? Oh, man, this market is embarrassing. It is. Just listen to the music on the FM stations. Over the weekend, every time I'd get in the car and I'd be desperate to hear a little bit of something that I wanted to hear again, forget it. Just hopeless. You can keep punching around. You can have every FM on uh, in the market on your FM buttons, you know, and it's hopeless. There's nothing to listen to. Well, you have a good uh, pres- President's Day? Yes, sir. President's Day. It's in honor of President uh, Her- Hubert Heber. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, can I call two of my friends, uh, D-Bags? Who's that, sir? Gary and Carolyn, you're both douchebags. Okay, wonderful call. You got Thank it all in there, sir. 28 after 10 at WIOD. Two open lines are both in Dade, coincidentally enough. And probably most of the people in Dade still lost at the uh, art festival in the Gro- in the Grove. It was so exciting. 751-WIOD. Look, I realize we had a lot of exciting things going on. They had a million people or something there and all but don't you understand how you're being jobbed in this town? Don't you realize what a, what a farce this all is? It's like two, three weeks out of the year, and all this big stuff goes on. we got the Grand Prix on Sunday, and, and then all of a sudden it gets to be the end of March or after Easter time, and it's like, hey, where'd everybody, wait a minute, where'd they all go? What's go? There's nothing going on here. And it used to be maybe for a few years there after Thanksgiving it would start a little bit. Now it's like after Christmas and usually after the middle of January. And it's brutal. It really is. I mean, this this town is so far short of what it could be, and all they keep doing is writing all this pine. You are such a bunch of parochial Yahoo hicks. All you politicians and all you media people in this town, you don't know what a real tourist town is all about, okay? You know nothing. Here it is. It's almost the year 2000, and we've got the season. The season is here for a couple of weeks, and we've got all these big things going on. And then it goes back to being like Death Valley days. You couldn't find a living in... Because all the old farts now have completely taken the town over. Do you see that thing now? Fort Lauderdale is actively campaigning. They're sending letters to all the college campuses, urging them to stay the hell out of here. Don't come here. Go someplace else. Unless you have a walker. If you have a walker, you can come down, okay? Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I'd like to talk about the exciting things happening up here at the Los, uh, the Los Olas Art Festival. I like the timing of that, too. The same weekend as the Grove. That was very good. Yeah. Well, uh, at the Poets Restaurant, uh, Debbie Ellis was putting on a eating <laughs> exhibition. And uh, Dan, Quell, Dan Quell found it very, uh, very entertaining, but uh, the Secret Service did not. And they promptly arrested her because they thought that, that his life was in danger. Mm-hmm. He could have been next. Well, you know... Uh, uh, Nick Navarro had some uh, pointers on how to house uh, uh, Debbie Ellis. He, he, he's advising him not to use the tent because he got into trouble when he used the tent. Hello? Yeah. Oh, I thought I got called. Oh, I'm still here. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just waiting to see, uh, you know. Where's the punchline? I'm just waiting to see what'll happen, how long it'll take before you just fall down on the floor, you know. <laughs> well, you know, Gary Bruce was asked to comment on what he thought of the De- Debbie Ellis being arrested at Poets Restaurant. And he said it was poetic justice. Not bad. Okay. Not I'm bad. out of material. Okay, well, you I saved yourself. I was out of material before there. I called, but... I well, that, I called. that was redeeming, that last part. Okay, have okay. a great life, sir. Everybody's a comedian, and, of course, they all wind up on the Alex Bennett Show. 10.30 at WIOD. One opening in Dade, one in Broward. We're going to keep those lines really sizzling on a Monday. I'm telling you, I know you don't believe me, but you, you mark my words. Of course, this call from Boca is going to be very short, isn't it? Oh, did he get disconnected? What a bad break. Oh, there is a God after all, isn't there? There really is. Boy, that's incredible. 
Uh, let's see. We did Fort Lauderdale. Homestead is right here. Hello. Homestead? Would you Um, Plantation. Ah, uh, hi, Neil. Yeah. Why don't you question about Saturday night? The movie, was that for the bowling scenes or for the Howard Cosell imitation? What are you talking about? What the, I thought Steve Kane was the expert. On what? On the movie. What about it? Oh, come on. Did, did I miss something in what you just said? I don't think so. You look pretty good, though. Yeah. What is he talking about? Does anybody have any idea? Uh, Broward, hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I got a Bob Lass at a spy report. I was in Chicago listening to him, and he was doing a program on drunk driving. His idea was that if you fail the breathalyzer test, you go straight to jail. So this gal calls up, and she says, well, I'd rather drive drunk than walk drunk, because if I'm walking drunk, there's a chance I'll get hit by a car. And he says, you know, all my life I wanted to go to a big market because the callers would be intelligent. And I got a big kick out of that. I guess you didn't, you didn't get a kick out of it. Mm, boy, did, did I come in like in a dream world this morning? I must be uh, really just fantasizing, huh? It's back to Monday again, okay? Forget about the holiday. Forget about President Truman, okay? It's just back to Monday, big time. Okay. Now, from the Channel 10 Eyewitness News. All right, get set to cue, Anne. Hey, where's Anne going? What, what's she doing with that machine gun? Oh, my God, quick, quick, camera to the white. She was fed up with reading one story after another about drugs and violence. Now, she wants to right the wrongs and rewrite the news in Anne Foe, starring Anne Bishop. Don't kill me, please. I'll see you tonight at 5, 6, and 11. Gone. Anne Foe. She took the news into her own hands. What are you going to do with me? When I get through with you, there won't be enough of you left to make a good toupee for Don Null. Starring Ann Bishop. Also starring Carl Weathers as Dwight Lauderdale. And Don Knotts as Don Null. Stationary <laughs> run over the Midwest. And Bo. She rewrote the news. And Bo. Coming soon. I'll bet. 10.33 at WID. What just, it looked like we hit a brick wall. There was every line lit, and then I went to that line seven, okay, and it was gone. And since that moment, it's like Death Valley days on that phone. Boy, you people are brutal. You really are. It's just incredible. And you notice all the response about that Kennedy thing on ABC last night? They don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. WIOD. Good morning. Yeah. Yes. Uh. What is it? Yeah, okay. Guys uh, trying to have a moving experience. Do you hear these voices? Boy, they all really sound the same, don't they? All right, let's go to a J&O spy report on the Palm Beach line. Hello. Uh, Big D here. Yeah. Uh, Mike Miller and Lee Fowler, I just intercepted an internal memorandum to John oh. Picano, the station manager. Mm. Your name came up. They called you a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more importantly, in a later memo... Sir, sir, let me say this to you, okay? For the benefit of the listening audience... Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful day, okay? All the amateur comedians this morning. There must be a lot of people off from work today, huh? Wow. That starts at 2 o'clock, okay? The amateur comedy hour. Don't call in here and try to be funny and make jokes. You're pathetic this morning. It's embarrassing. It's degrading and humiliating and disgusting and revolting and nauseating and unbelievable. Although it's not too bad. 
1034 at WIOD. Let's try one. Uh, is there anything here that's worth going to? Gilbert Report? No, I'm going to go to this one in North Miami. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I don't know. Oh, boy. I don't really, know. I don't know neither. Boy, are they funny today, huh? I was over at Ted Mack would have gonged every one of these callers off in the first two seconds. <laughs> I saw the Nutrisystem show. Mm-hmm. And I understand Alex didn't even show up. Is what? that true? I don't have any idea. What is this, another crank call? No, honestly, I was there, and I asked... Well, if you were there, what do you mean you understand he well, didn't show up? Well, I don't know up? who he is, and I, I asked a couple of the guys, and they said they didn't even know who he was. I was over there, Neil, uh-huh. and I saw Steve. Oh, isn't that exciting? <laughs> Steve looks awful. Uh-huh. Yeah, he looks about 80. Oh, my God, he has no ass. And I'm telling well, I'm not talking about his ass. I don't well, care I'm about his... I'm talking about that. He really has none, and he looked terrible. Well, is that how you judge how somebody looks, <laughs> as if they have an ass or not? Of course. Boy, I'll tell you, that guy... Who's that guy, um, the actor who was on a Kennedy thing last night? I don't played... know. I didn't watch Well, oh, gee, what is his name? Charles Durning. Oh, oh, He yeah. looks great. You know why? He's got an ass like the, si- the state of Montana. That's right. So if that's the barometer, man, well, he looks I, fabulous. I should have watched it. I'll watch it tonight, then. No, I didn't oh, watch it. Oh, God. But Steve, what, what happened to these people over the weekend? I don't know. <laughs> but Steve really looked terrible. I thought you might like to Well, know no, that. I don't wish that he looks terrible. He looked terrible when he left here. He well, was aging rapidly. I know, but see, I haven't seen him, really. I yeah. I don't think I've seen him in person two or three times. Well, you're, you're lucky. <laughs> I know it. But anyway, the show was great, and I'm telling you, some of the women, the uh, the pounds that they lost over there was absolutely fantastic. I don't need it, but I'm just saying that some of them... Okay, well, part two of the Kennedy thing on ABC is tonight at 9 p.m., okay, I'll on watch Channel it. 10. I'll watch, I'll watch during. And you'll love... Well, I don't know if he's going to be alive too much longer. Uh-oh. You know, he plays a John uh, Fitzgerald. Oh, he does? He played Joe Kennedy's father-in-law. Oh, 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 okay. Well, I'll watch it now. I'll take a good and look. And if that's what makes you happy, boy, you'll be delirious. All right, I'll take a good look. Okay. Thanks, Neil. He's got an ass the size of... Even bigger than Al Goldstein, which is almost impossible. Uh, we have an open line in Dade, 751-WIOD. The audience is incorrigible today. These people just... Uh, even she was crazier than a bed bug. We want to tell you about Bagels and Company right now at 110th and Biscayne Boulevard. Fantastic, fresh, delicious bagels and bialis and... Hand-picked whitefish, sable, lox, nova, kippered salmon, fancy lake, sturgeon, egg salad, white meat, tuna, crab meat, shrimp salad. And if you're into pastrami, somebody uh, the other day was in here and they said you can't get a good pastrami sandwich in this neck of the woods. You're dreaming, boy. They have got pastrami that's every bit as good as what you got up north. See, part of the problem with pastrami down here is you've got all these people over the age of 100 and they like it real dry with no taste, okay, so that it like crumbles in their mouth and they don't have to chew it. But if you want a great pastrami or corned beef sandwich, then Bagels and Company will put one together for you that will knock your socks off, okay? They're open for breakfast and lunch seven days a week starting early, 6 in the a.m., and they also put together sensational party platters. Just give them a couple of days' notice, and you can either pick it up or they'll deliver it right to your door within a five-mile radius. Bagels and Company, we are delighted to have found them. They do a super job. They're at 110 Biscayne Boulevard right in Miami, and here's their phone number, 892-2435. 89 Bagel is the easiest way to remember. Bagels and Company, just look for the white building with the blue awnings, 110th and Biscayne. Friday morning, 7.20 a.m., Mike Ranieri reads a 610 WIOD South Florida sweepstakes winning number. 2317341. It didn't take long for a listener to claim some cash. Frank, what can I do for you? Your Honor, I'd like 
$1,000. You like $1,000? Is that what it is? Why, why would you like $1,000? I have the winning number. <laughs> Congratulations, Frank. Boy, that's great. Listen for your winning South Florida sweepstakes number throughout the day and get ready to grab your share of the cash. And congratulations to our most recent winner, Frank Patrick of Miami. Frank can't believe it. From News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Here's Andy Looney, star of 60 Bigots. You know what bothers me? Whenever you try and buy some new dungarees, you can never find a pair that fits just right. That's why I help design denim pants for people like me. Introducing Andy Looney's watered-down jeans. Oh, sure, they look old and wrinkly like me, but they're made of 100% cotton. Picking no good welfare... Andy, Andy, Andy. Oh, sorry. Anyway, just watch what happens when I yank on a pair. You see, they fit so snug in the crotch, they cut off circulation to your brain. And in no time, you'll start saying things that make no sense at all, especially about minority types. Darn. Look, I know what it's like to get caught with your pants down, so be a discriminating shopper like me. Buy Andy Looney watered-down jeans. I think they're great, but hey... I'm prejudiced. By the way, talk about a big joke. Last night at the end of 60 Minutes, they were doing the thing with the letters, you know. And most of the letters were about Andy Rooney. And there was Mike Wallace, good old right-wing Mike Wallace, sitting there telling us about the overwhelming majority of you sided with Andy, and this is also ridiculous, and he read a couple of stupid letters. And I, I just wanted to fall on the floor and puke my uh, lunch, breakfast, and dinner out, which yesterday was nonstop. Man, I ate from the time I got up in the morning... Until the time I went to bed, it was tremendous, and all of it was great. Here's little Joey sitting around waiting for lunch. Isn't that great? Uh, let's go to a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Pick up these calls. Or wait a minute. Hello. Neil. Neil. Yeah. Just want to ask you, did you tape Saturday Night Live? No, I did not, sir. I don't watch Saturday Night Live, okay? I thought you would have made an exception. Saturday Night Live hasn't had a good show in 15 years. Well, last night, well, I mean, Saturday night was Steve Tyler showing more body than he showed in ages. Well, you can watch the videos. He's got, uh, he's naked in all the videos anyway, so. Well, he was just about naked. He was showing parts that, uh, you know, don't even exist. They don't, but they got to put a bag over his head, though. You know, I, I'm embarrassed. I'm never going to live down the fact that... Uh, I really, once upon a time, because they show him so briefly, like a hundredth of a second. Uh-huh. You know, for, I mean, the face, and now I know why. They were when, showing a lot oh, of face Oh, man, very is night. he I ugly. Was, he I is so ugly. Yeah. He's gruesome. He's frightening. It was it was scary, but he was showing all kinds, and I said, well, Neil will be having Yeah. Thrilled. Well, for a 40-year-old guy, he does have a good body. Yeah, he's that old? Yeah. Jeez. But his face shows, his body, I guess, must have been protected. The drugs must not have um, affected, affected below the neck. No, they but above the neck, man, they did a wicked job, man. He's lips, never recovered. Those lips and mouth. Mm-hmm. He could French kiss a moose. Exactly. Anyway, and probably was... has knowing him. <laughs> hey, everybody has a thrill somewhere. You bet. Anyway, so the hell with Andy Rooney, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, sir. Bye. Arrivederci. Ten forty-two, as they say on the Larry King Show. We do have an opening in Broward now, and one in Dade, and one in Palm Beach. Isn't that amazing? As soon as he hung up, two other lines went out. Boy, this is one of those really bizarre, psychotic days. There's, this is an omen. Where did I see that horse? I think it's at Pompano tonight. Boy, if you don't go up there and plunge your guts out, and it's uh, Jeff Gregory, too, who hasn't been doing squat lately, but he's got a horse in the 12th race tonight, the one horse, and the name of the horse is Perinoid. 
And boy, if that doesn't fit in perfectly with this day. So if I were you, I'd go up to Pompano tonight and plunge thousands on that horse, okay? Just plunge your guts out. Here's another mobile. Are they there? Yes, they are. Excellent. Very good. I think. How is your President's Day going? Oh, fabulous. Boy, I tell you, President McKinley would be proud. That the uh, Kennedy thing is in three parts. Yeah, I noticed uh, Wednesday's the third part. That's a right, little, that's a little much, isn't it? Well, why do they skip Tuesday? Oh, they do skip Tuesday. Well, because they got some crap on that I guess they want everybody to see. I don't know. I don't pay any attention to those network shows, so I don't know what's on. Oh, I can understand why they skip Tuesday. But uh, you were talking about Rich Sutcliffe. What's his name? Rick Rick, Sutcliffe. Rick Sutcliffe. A last time earlier. I checked, yeah. And I bought this baseball magazine produced by Major League Baseball, and they were all over the Cubs pitching staff. I mean, they were saying, when you get past Greg Modick, it's all over. It's night-night. But I wanted to fax you uh, the whole thing about the Cubs. they got a scattering report on them and the whole thing. They, they were even coming down on Mike Bilecki, but I'm not oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> oh my sure God, that's worse it. than attacking the Bible. Are you crazy? No, I'm serious. What the hell was wrong with Bilecki? He was, well, what, 18 know. and 8 or something like that? What I, the hell is wrong with him? They said he'd be lucky to win 10 games this year. Oh, my God. These Who wrote this? Um, Somebody from the Mets, no doubt. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know who wrote it. I'm not sure who wrote it. Mm-hmm. But um, did you see... Well, where, where did they pick the Cubs last year? They picked them uh, fourth or fifth. Right, so they know a so lot. So what the hell do they know? They know a lot. Did you see where Mitch Webster went? Yeah, to Cleveland. Cleveland. A million and a half or something. I knew that would break your heart to mm-hmm. see him leave Chicago. That's old news. That's ancient news. Oh, I know. But I'd never call you, so... Well, I know, but it's it's like from... Why are we talking baseball? They're not playing. God only knows if they're going to play. It's disgusting. Well, I'm depressed. As usual, the fans get screwed, okay? That's, well, that's what sports is all about. There you go. Everybody's making big bucks, and the fans get screwed. There you go. I agree with you, but I'm just depressed. i, I got to bring it up. Okay, so to speak. Have a great day. Bye. 10.45 at WYOD. Everybody's depressed today. What happened? The Dolphins lose yesterday? Must have been an un- unpublished workout. We have an opening in Broward, 524-WYOD, or maybe a lot of you went to the track over the weekend and you drowned in a sea of chalk. That's possible, like some of the rest of us. All those real, real short prices, 3 to 5 and 1 to 2. We don't want that crap, okay? Bring back those 25 and 40 and $60 horses. That's where it's at. The hell with all these. And by the way, I have a little tip for you when you go out to Gulfstream. Uh, just look in your program, and it's only 50 cents. Even Fat Rich could afford to buy a program if he weren't so cheap. And look at the program and look for all the horses that Jacinto Vasquez is riding and just cross them out. Just get a big crayon and, when in doubt, cross them out, okay? Boy, he is, not that I bet him, this isn't sour grapes because I wouldn't bet him with your money. But uh, he just comes down here and uh, it's just brutal. I mean, there are no words to describe what he does when he's here. Let's, uh, let's see, a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. I think, I, is that the one I just did? Is that another one? Hello? Hello? You're not a mobile, are you? No, I'm not. Well, you lucked out. He's got it all screwed up here. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Listen, I was down in Key West, and... Uh, Isn't that something? Oh, it sure is. Uh, listening to, what is it, FM 107, uh, Donny Osmond was sitting in for the shadow. Yeah, sure. Doing American Top 40. Oh, I see. Great. So, pretty uh, exciting pretty, stuff Yeah, there. pretty heavy duty, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, out of material, God. Neil. Okay, well, I'm sure glad we got the exciting weekend out of the way, okay, <laughs> so we can all go back to terminal boredom. Thank you, sir. All right. Okay, that's what this is all about. People are a little bit shaken because there were a few too many things going on this weekend, and now we're just getting ready to go back on that downhill slide. In fact, they're doing skiing on ESPN right now, and it reminds me of tourism in this town. We're just getting ready to go on that straight downhill slide, 
until uh, like the middle of July when it really gets heavy duty here. We have an open line in Palm Beach, 655-94. Well, it's so hot in July and August. How come if it's so hot in July and August and that's why nobody's here? How come like in Honolulu or in Waikiki where it takes $8 billion and a million hours to get there from anywhere, how come they're all packed up and you can't even get a hotel room? And it's 87, 90 degrees every stinking day. And don't tell me about the trade winds. It's hot. I mean, I like it, but it's hot. How come they're up packed and they don't have any uh, gambling? They don't have anything except a lot of fun and a lot of bodies and a lot of ocean and a lot of good times and great food and luau's and stuff and living and breathing people under the age of 100. Maybe that's what it takes. Ooh, he said something terrible, right? Uh, a Gilbert report from Cooper City. This is like uh, becoming a nightmare. Hello. Yes, Neil. Gilbert yes, has really stepped up in the world now. Okay, good. Let's he's, pack him a sandwich. He's calling sports talk shows. Mm-hmm. And he started with the media giant, Bruce Warner, Sunday night. Bruce Warner? Yes, is he related WQAM. to Warner Wolf? Bruce Warner. I never heard of him. Media giant. Yeah. And he mentioned your name, and Bruce Warner says, we don't want to talk about that guy, not on this station. Oh. Except in the morning. Except in the morning, right. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, that's good. I'm glad Gilbert's staying busy, okay? Okay, Neil. Thank you, sir. Gilbert, please, give it a rest. Would you trap? Somebody's got to just um, take Gilbert's phone and put it on hold for a few months. We have an opening on the Palm Beach line, 655-9463. This first hour is deadly. It's, it's almost over with, but it's been deadly. Uh, let's tell you about Toyota of Hollywood. Then when we come back, I know the calls are really going to pick up. I apologize for about the first half dozen people who all thought they were comedians today. I shouldn't have to, but, I mean, they were embarrassing, and I think that's kind of stemming from this new amateur comedy hour that seems to be uh, sweeping the nation as far as uh, talk format is concerned, amateur comedians. Speaking of that, by the way, the Alex uh, Barnett show this afternoon, the Johnny Walker National Comedy Search with Bud Friedman comes to the Alex Bennett show. Oh, that's the guy that stands in the nightclub on that thing on TV? Is that the guy who stands over in a corner <laughs> and laughs like crazy? And uh, comedian Anna Collins, and this is Stripper Week, etc., and free food in our live studio audience, and good luck to you all. Anyway, Toyota of Hollywood's got some fabulous used automobiles. If you're in the market for one, instead of buying from one of those fly-by-night side-of-the-road used car dealers, and every town's got them, there's always used car row, and most of them are on 441 in this town. Which is interesting, because Toyota of Hollywood is also on 441, so you don't have to travel far off the beaten path to get a great deal on a real quality used automobile. And you know they're going to be there when you come back, and you know you're going to get fantastic service, too. An 85 Mazda 626 five-door hatchback loaded with extras, low mileage, only 49.95. An 89 Nissan Sentra two-door with air conditioning and low mileage, only 59.95. An 85 Buick Park Avenue four-door loaded, 59.88. An 88 Suzuki Jeep with only 19,000 miles on it, just $49.95 in like new condition. An 86 Ford Taurus in like new condition with low mileage, $44.95. Three solid acres of great dependable used automobiles. And, of course, right across the street, all those hot new 90s waiting for you at unbeatably low prices. It's Toyota of Hollywood. You'll find them at 1841 North State Road 7. That's 441 between Taft and Sheridan Streets in Hollywood. Okay, this is very timely. You know, we were just talking about our friend, and I'm reading this article about uh, where the kids are going for spring break and they're not coming to Fort Lauderdale. And I quote directly from the Sun Sentinel. Listen to this. It says, a lot of kids are running tours to the Caribbean because of the damage caused by the tornadoes and hurricanes or whatever. Prices are down, Gilbert said. <laughs> and the Bahamas are anxiously going after spring breakers. 
So Gilbert is everywhere, man. He's got his finger on the pulse of it all, of sports, of talk, of tourism, you name it, and Gilbert's got his finger on it. Boca. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Oh, you must not be watching Sally, then. No. Guess You would not guess who has donned her screen. Well, I how, uh, Debbie Ellis. Arsenio Hall. Oh, God. Well, she does run a freak show, so that speaks for itself. It's fitting. Perfect. Fits right in. Anyway, I was, talk, I was listening to you about Eusino Vasquez. Yeah. Uh, what, what's going on on the phone there? Is somebody strangling on the cord? Mm, I'm not quite sure. I think Clemenza's uh, is using it as a sash cord. Anyway, uh, what, what's the deal with him? You really hate him a lot? or What, what is the deal with him? Yeah. Well, you know what they say about a fool and his money are soon parted? Uh, don't That's the on. deal with him at Gulfstream. He is nowhere, 90% of the time. I mean, like maybe one out of every ten times it looks like um, he's going somewhere. And the rest of the time it's like, hey, uh, how you doing? You know, it's just nowhere. I mean, can't get arrested. Well, the thing I've noticed about him is, like, he's the first to call a foul, you know, when a race is over and he's... Well, how can you call a race. foul when you're running ninth the whole mile? You know, well, it's pretty difficult. Well, when he's to five shots, you know, he expects everyone to give him the rail, you know, right on through, you know, and have an easy win. And if you actually just bump him or even breathe on him hard.